You're listening to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and today, my friends, I am flying solo. That's right. Father Roderick has decided to take a couple days off. He's been extremely busy. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Father Roderick is a Catholic priest in the Netherlands, and he has so many things on his plate. And I tell you what, I don't know how he does it all the time. And obviously this week he's decided that he needed to take a little bit of a break and a much needed break, I am sure. Now, what this means is a couple things. Number one, it means that I'm running the show solo today. So the format and the feel of the show is obviously going to be different than anything we've ever done on the Biggest Loser Fan podcast before. Uh, The other thing that it's going to be odd is that I'm not used to doing this show by myself. Now, for those of you out there listening, I produce uh, a lot of different podcasts and many podcasts out there I produce on a, you know, where it's just me as the host of the show. And, And I have no problem talking. And I'm sure that most of you by listening by now know that I like to talk a lot. However, there is always something a little bit different when it comes to actually doing a show Uh, that you're used to having on a weekly basis that is uh, conversational and instead doing this in a way that, um, you know, you're running things solo. It it, it changes the dynamic of everything. Now, here's the thing. I want to bring to you this episode because I know that many of you are waiting to hear the thoughts as it relates to the finale of The Biggest Loser. And because I knew that you would be waiting for that, and I know for a fact that Father Roderick and I in our schedules uh, after the Memorial Day weekend is going to be a little bit hectic and stuff like that, I wanted to bring to you at least this episode. So here is my attempt of bringing to you the coverage of The Biggest Loser finale initial reaction all right so here's the deal obviously we had the final four we knew about the final four we had ashley and mike we had darris and coley now ashley and mike were both uh, pretty much safe and guaranteed spot a spot in the final three or the you know the the finale there, but uh, when it came down to it, it was down between Darius and Coley who would be able to challenge them for this position of the biggest loser. And what happened, of course, is America got to vote, and it turns out that Darius won the vote of the people, and so Coley was not able to uh, be a part of the challenge to see if he could win the $250,000 prize. Now, as you guys know, this actually worked out to his favor in a very big way. And what I mean by that is that uh, Coley ends up winning the 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 home the at home prize. So, um, you know, obviously he wins the 100,000. And if you look at the amount of weight that he lost, the percentage of weight that he lost, compare that to the actual winner of the show, which, of course, uh, we all know by now was Mike. Um, we, we, we see that if he would have been chosen by America 
to to compete against those three for the title of biggest loser, he would have lost and he would have walked away without any cash in hand. But because America did vote for uh, Darius, then that meant that he did actually end up having the greatest amount of lost weight uh, as far as or actually the greatest percentage of lost weight as it relates to um, the at home prize. And he walks away with one hundred thousand. That 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 is pretty exciting stuff. So I was very excited for for Coley. Uh, he obviously had worked hard for that. As, of course, the thing is, is uh, you know, Mike w- walks away with two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Coley walks away with one hundred thousand dollars. But you know what? Everybody that made it, uh, you know, a majority of these people, they all are winners. They all walk away with a great prize, uh, or most of them walk away with a great prize. And that is, you know, a significant amount of weight loss, a, a, a much improved uh, prognosis on the uh, amount of time that they might have left to live, the longevity of their lives, uh, greater health. It's just, uh, it was a win-win all the way around for for most of the people there. Now, here's here's a couple things that I noticed. And by the way, I didn't take any notes. Usually Father Roderick's the person who takes all the notes and stuff like that. Uh, about the episode, but I I do recall making some mental notes, things that I would bring into the show during the discussion of the finale. One of the things that I noticed is that the average, and I didn't do it mathematically, but I saw that the average seemed to be about 30% of body body weight lost. So so they they lost about 30% of themselves. So one third of their weight had been eliminated over the course of The Biggest Loser season nine, I think this was. And so that that's a huge accomplishment. Um, and um, many of them, uh, you know, got as many as got as much as 40 percent. And I think Mike, if I'm not mistaken, he was almost half the man he was before. And so I'm very, very excited for these folks. Darius looked absolutely amazing. He looked as fit as can be. I felt it was a little strange, a little odd for him to for them to 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 show off his girlfriend the way that they did. Uh, I mean, sure, I guess that's a part of the story that they were sharing. You know, it's like all of a sudden, you know, at the beginnings, I've never had a girlfriend. I've always been the friend. Uh, my wife and I kind of uh, have a fun time with Darius because every time we his voice was so cracky at the beginning, he's like. I promise you I'm going to come back and I'll make you proud. Uh, anyway, um, so, but he did. He he came back. He lost more than the 150 pounds, obviously. Uh, he's looking great. And I, I just, I felt a little bit odd. It felt a little bit odd for him to say, look, there's my girlfriend. And she's beautiful. Oh, goodness. Anyway, but he, I mean, he, he did show his girlfriend. She is a very pretty girl. Uh, but you know, it just, for me, that just felt a little strange, a a little odd, but, uh, I'm very happy for Darius nonetheless, and, uh, very happy there to see how his life has changed. Now, the thing they didn't show and they didn't bring up during this was whether or not he was able to, um, you know, get back on track and, and really work out the issues that was causing him to have those late night binge sessions where he was eating uncontrollably uh, because of the amount of stress. Now, obviously, there's going to be stress in his life moving on beyond the finale. And so the question is, and what I hope, is that he finds some ways of working on those emotional issues. And I know that we all 
uh, many of us out there are struggling with these emotional stress eating uh, situations. And and I'm certainly, um, you know, I'm certainly still dealing with that from time to time. Uh, and, and, and stuff like that. I, you know, I got an email the other day from somebody who says, you know, Hey, do, have you ever struggled with binge eating? I, it's something I struggle with. And, and, um, and you know, one of the things that I haven't really struggled with is binge eating, eating a lot late at night as much anymore. Uh, and, and I hadn't in quite some time and people ask me, so Cliff, how did you get away from the, you know, the late night binge eating? And I said, well, I, I decided a long time ago that I would just go to bed. And now I say that and, and I want to just share with you that there are occasions when I end up staying up way later than I should. And it's at those times that I do find myself, you know, just raiding the kitchen for something to eat. Now, oftentimes, though, I am finding something a whole lot more healthy healthier to eat, something like some pistachio nuts or or maybe some sliced turkey or something like that. But still, it is very much stress eating, and and really, there's no reason for me to continue to feed my body after you know ten o'clock in the evening anyway. So I should definitely, you know, I I still have areas where I need to work on it. But they didn't touch on that. I I was really shocked that they didn't touch on Darius and and what they had um what they had showed with the late night eating and the fact that he had gained a pound and and all of those other things. So anyway. Um, I'll tell you, was it, was it, uh, Daris's mom? Is, is that, is that who it was that like stayed there for like ever for the at home prize? She was looking really good. And there's so many people that were looking really good. You know, I, I must say Melissa absolutely looked wonderful. Uh, she's of course the woman on the red team. She gets on my nerves though. I mean, uh, and, and she even really got on my nerves, uh, during the finale. Um, uh, one of the things that, and I'm pulling up, I'm going to see if I can pull up biggestloser.com and see if there's anything on here that helps me remember some of the things where I didn't take notes. But anyway, one of the things that they did is they made a, oh, it was Ashley's mom. Thank you very much, Kylie. Ashley's mom was the one who actually stayed up there and, 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 and seemingly was going to possibly win the at-home challenge. Uh, but she did eventually get eliminated with some folks that had, uh, lost more weight than her, obviously. But, Here's the, here's the thing with Melissa. She got up there. They showed all these clips of you know Melissa, and they showed you know the fact that she lied. Uh, hands down, she lied. I, I actually played the audio clips here that absolutely proves to you that she lied to Bob and Jillian about the fact that she didn't throw the way in and and stuff like that. And then she gets up there, and sure, she she's lost a lot of weight. Sure, she's looking great. Sure, she's got some guns that she's showing off. I felt I I I was very proud of her for all of those things. But then she just screams really loud. Ah, you believe me now, Bob? And of course, Bob didn't say, yeah, I believe you. He says, hey, you did a great job. You know, I, I want to say what what a mature, what a what a gracious response from Bob. Because you know what, Melissa, you still lied to the man. You still lied in a very big way, calling into the, you know, their integrity uh, and, and, and to really the integrity of anybody who watched the you know, or not the integrity, but the um, just the the common sense knowledge of anybody who watches the show th- that we know that you lied. I mean, you admitted it the first week that you threw the the way in, and then the second week you 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 acted like you never admitted it. And and of course we we saw that. You said, yeah, I threw in the way in. Uh, I you know it's part of the game. 
and and then you acted after, anyway. It really frustrated me. But she says, "So do you believe me now?" She screams really loud. Just really, I I was I was rooting for her. I was very happy for her. And then she did that, and just it's like, okay, I'm so glad she did not win the at home prize because I would have been very upset if that would have been the case. But with that being said, I was um. Let's see who else. Who else were there? There, there, there are several folks out there that really did wonderful jobs. I'm going to pause for just a second and see if I can find kind of a, a recap out here to kind of remind me of some of the other things and some of the other folks. Alrighty, so special thank you to my friend Kylie in the chat room who gave me a link to Jillian Michaels' site, uh, JillianMichaels.com, and of course she does some um, season finale recaps and stuff like that, or she she does episode recaps and such um so 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 other some other things to worth mentioning here about the finale is um i guess the fact that o'neill came out and neil basically uh what what did um what did she say she said um he was bounding down the steps so he comes out and i mean literally just a different man very excited uh to see o'neill come down and and he's just looking great he seemingly is feeling great and so very happy for o'neill uh, he he's probably one of the my favorite att- contestants on the show as far as his attitude and and just all around likability. He's a super super nice guy, very caring. Um, the other thing that came up is Shay. We see Shay from season eight, and of course, um, I'll just read from Jillian's site here. She does a good job. At la- let's she says at last season finale. Uh, let's see last season's finale in December. Shay. The heaviest woman in the biggest loser history was challenged to continue to lose even more weight. Subway offered to give her $1,000 for every pound that she had lost by the season season nine finale last night. She weighed 304, 304 pounds back then. And in the months since, she's lost 52 pounds. That means she won $52,000. Jared from the Subway commercials was there to present the check to her, but he also made her another offer on behalf of the re- the restaurant chain. He challenged her to run a marathon with him, and if she did, Subway would double that prize money. She accepted the challenge. She accepted the challenge. She said, "Let's see. Forget being being a loser with a total total of 224 pounds lost and her prize money. Shay has gained so much." Uh, including her health, her life, and she rocks. So there you go. That, my friend, I, I, I think those are the big things to to really pull out of the finale here. And uh, it really it really was a fun finale to watch. It was fun to see all the people who came back. Um, you know, I was a little shocked to see, well, not a little shocked. I, I guess, you know, what I guess what's weird for me is I, I saw, you know, the twin brothers, obviously they had lost significant amount of weight for being at home but uh you know it's it seemingly that i don't know they just seemed like they didn't you know that, that it didn't have as much as in, an impact on them but then again i could be seeing this from a completely different way um and and, and that's i guess maybe a, a bad thing for me is to to judge from the outside because you know both of them did lose weight since they were off the show and they did that at home and they're still working at it and, and I guess it's a reminder for me that we all lose weight at, you know, at different paces, different ways. We all got different things going on in our lives. And uh, I guess what's really interesting is is that they did make some changes in their lives. Now, what was odd is one brother was uh, 
you know, he had definitely lost more weight than than the other. And of course, uh, I think this is where she she talks about it. Okay, Uh, let's see. Then it was double dose of weight loss. James stepped on the scale and lost 128 pounds or 26.39%. His twin brother, John, lost 149 pounds, which is 30%, 30 30.79%, and earned the bragging rights for beating his brother. So basically, um, John lost 149 pounds, where James lost 128. And I guess what I didn't, I don't know that they actually showed really well, and, and maybe I'm just not remembering correctly, of whether or not they actually showed the how much they had lost since they left the ranch uh because these numbers here are definitely numbers since they were on the ranch you know from the beginning to the finale how much had they lost and i don't remember how much they had lost you know you know i don't know how much of it they lost at home so i would have i would have maybe liked a little bit more of uh, a focus on how much they lost since leaving as well but obviously they only had so much time to do the finale Overall, I was very pleased with the finale. Um, it was not a shock to me that Michael won. Obviously, he had the most weight to lose. And if he continued to lose lots of weight, which he did on the show, and obviously he had lost even more uh, since you know the last time we saw him uh, recorded for the show itself, um, it just goes to show that I mean he had the most percentage to lose. And, and so uh, it, 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 I guess if anything... Uh, it still goes back to the decision where Mike was on the cutting block and they chose to keep him there. Uh, and and I and I want to I want to say that I believe that at that point in time it was the right decision, not for gameplay, but for Michael's sake because I think he still needed that extra time on the ranch to really get to this place. But um, you know, it 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 was a very difficult decision, and I'll tell you, those who voted to keep him there. Uh, I think he should share some of that $250,000 with anybody that was left to make that vote because, um, you know, obviously they anybody voting to keep Michael there would have obviously had a greater chance of making it to be the biggest loser without having him as an opponent. So those are my thoughts about the finale itself. I enjoyed it. Stephanie watched it with me. Uh, we really, really did uh, enjoy that. Yeah, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, though, is uh, I'm going to go ahead now and turn to some of your feedback that you've submitted via email. And I'm going to play the little music bumper right now. What is going on here? All right. There's some kind of audio playing somewhere in the background. And I have no idea where that is. Oh, there it is. It's from a different site that I have pulled up. All right. See, Father Roderick's not here and everything falls apart. I'm not used to doing all this stuff myself for the show. All right, here we go. All right, so here's some email feedback. And of course, folks, uh, we want to encourage you to continue to provide us feedback for the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. Uh, this one comes in from Patrick, who's, who writes in. He says, Dear Cliff and Father Roderick, I would like to say thank you for your inspiration to get off my big backside and work towards a healthier life. What triggered the desire to act? Two things. Number one, while sitting watching The Biggest Loser on TV, Ryan, the uh, youngest son, age six, uh, his, uh, I guess uh, this is Patrick's youngest son, age six. Yep. Anyway, turns to me and says, Dad, you can go on The Biggest Loser next time because you have a big fat belly. 
Uh, <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, number two, he says a week or two later, later, Liam, his eldest son, who is eight years old, says, Dad, on the weekend when it's just you and me, can we can do some exercise together because you're a little bit overweight, aren't you, Dad? Anyway, uh, wow, that, that's a wake-up call for any father, I'm sure. Uh, my situation, he says, I'm reasonably tall at six foot four inches and weigh approximately 293 pounds. The ideal weight for my height is 83, or 184 pounds. So to get to the midpoint of the health range, I need to lose, uh, I need to lose 110 pounds. So he's 293, wants to get down to approximately 184. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see here. My initial goal is to reach 220 pounds by December 31st, 2010, uh, and to lose, which is basically 73 pounds, I guess. And he says, how am I going to do this? That is a very good question. I intend, let's see, I intend to have some sort of intentional physical activity every day. I have started carrying around my iPod with the pedometer setting always on to capture my every, uh, to my steps per the day. Uh, for the day. It's amazing how you can differ from 2,500 uh, steps to 8,000 steps in a day, depending on what you do as part of your normal day. Absolutely. And and by the way, Patrick, real quick on the pedometer thing, I'd love to encourage you to get at just a real, just physical pedometer. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, I might have a link to the one that I've used in the past. Uh, let me see. Uh, pedometer. gspn.tv slash pedometer. Yes, that's it. If you go to gspn.tv slash pedometer, I use the Sportline WA-340 pedometer. It is about 15 bucks. I have a link on the on the site there where you can actually click to buy it. It's not an affiliate link, so it's not even something I get money for. Uh, it's just one that I've like it, liked a lot and uh, used. And and what's nice is you don't have to worry about, I mean, because if you have it on your iPod Touch, if you go to open up any programs, of course, you you have to close that down and stuff. And, and this thing fits on your belt, and, and it's a great way to calculate those steps. Anyways, other ways that he plans to achieve this. He, he achieves, uh, plans to get more sleep, aim to have an average of no less than six hours of sleep per night. Uh, he's looking for, he's looking to have uh, six or seven per night Normal averages between four and a half to five hours. So I, I can tell you right now that definitely is going to help out. He plans to meditate and pray every day starting. Oh, what happened? I lost my email. Hold on. There we go. He, sta- he plans to meditate and pray every day starting five minutes per day uh, and to take time out and stop and thank God for the blessing of his life and to show gratitude for all he has. I'm certain that that will help as well. Um. Focusing on what he eats, looking at calorie content and health benefits of the food certainly is something that helped me in my paradigm shift as well. Drink water every day, a minimum of 1,500 milliliters. Uh, that's certainly going to help to to help you stay feeling full. Uh, drinking water helps with that. Uh, visualize having a fit, healthy, flexible, strong body every day, five minutes. Absolutely. I, definitely. You know, there's a lot of great principles um, that are out there saying that if you visually think and see these things, it helps your mind produce what's necessary as far as motivation and inspiration and ideas of things you can do to get you to that thing that you believe in so strongly. Intentional physical activity every day, he says, this will be made up of stretching, 
Tai Chi, I think, Kung Fu, gym cardio, gym weights, walking slash running, push-ups, etc. So it sounds like you've got a plan to mix it up quite a bit. And I know that that is very helpful as well from everything that I've read and learned and seen in my own life. Uh, he plans to spend time on the weekends playing with the boys in the park, such as soccer, soccer training and just all around playing. Uh, when watching TV, he plans to use that time to stretch. I really want to hear how that works out for you. Um, for me, I still find myself leaning back into that couch way too often and just really enjoying just vegging out. But uh, hopefully, um, I, you know, one of the things that I would love to do is actually spend more time, you know, using that time in front of the TV to do things that are of physical benefit to my body. He plans uh, to spend more time playing the Wii instead of watching television, and he plans to diary his journey to keep it, to keep himself accountable. Uh, he also opened a Twitter account so that he can pass on what he is doing for more accountability. Especially if people ask me how I'm how I'm going, I have nothing to hide, and and uh, he's going to stop justifying his life away. So I've worked my way up to th- week three in 100 push-ups on the iPhone. That's uh, to let uh, that's to you. Thanks to you for letting me know that that existed, uh, but have only been sporadic in my other intentional physical activity. But now I have put it out there. I will have to learn to be disciplined and focus on the important things in life, not just the urgent. I am sorry if this is a bit long, but I just once again wanted to thank you for your ministries and your inspiration. God bless and please continue to inspire others around the world. Patrick from Sydney, Australia. And by the way, everybody listen to this and I'm going to put this out there. And in fact, I, I'm just now reading all of this for the first time myself. So I'm going to go to twitter.com slash and it's Patrick Cagney. And uh, I thought that I had that copied and I didn't. So let me hit copy here. So and I'm going to tell you how to spell that. So twitter.com. Come on. Father Roderick, where are you when I need you? All right. Okay. So twitter.com slash Patrick. That's P-A-T-R-I-C-K. And his last name is spelled C-A-G-N-E-Y. And it looks like I am already following him. So um, I am going to send him a message. Watch this. And I'm going to put on here talking about you now on the Biggest Loser podcast finale review hitting send. And so everybody go follow Patrick Cagney. Again, that's Patrick C-A-G, uh, uh, C-A-G-N-E-Y. All right. And tell him you heard about him from the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. There you go. Um, let's move on. We have some other email here. This one comes in from Bethany uh, and she left this as a comment on the blog over at BiggestLoserPodcast.com. Uh, it says, Cliff and Father Roderick, I love your podcasts. Uh, she says, podcast, really? I listened to a couple. And I love that you have a Zoom Plus button uh, now on the website as I am a Zoom user. About three years ago, I lost 40 pounds with Weight Watchers and I, was a, uh, went, and I was 165 pounds lighter than I had ever been. Uh, let's see here. Well, that was short-lived and I not only gained weight back, but I am 215 pounds. I keep restarting and trying to get on the ball, but I use health problems fibromyalgia, food allergies, etc., and a busy busy life to excuse my eating habits. I do exercise. I listen to your podcast while I'm at the YMCA, 
and I have a red belt in Tang Sudu, uh, which I take with my six-year-old. But I just cannot get away from rewarding and punishing myself with food. So I want to post my goal for this week so that it is out there. No drive-through, no drinks with calories. They are hopefully my inner McDonald's junkie. There they are. Hopefully my inner McDonald's junkie won't take over. You know, uh, Bethany, I want to just say that right now, I just pray that God will help you overcome those food addictions, those food habits that you are, you're dealing with because, um, it, it, it is, it is a real struggle. Uh, for me, one of the things that I found very useful was going in and learning about food. Um, in fact, I want to encourage you to go to nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. That's nutritiondiva.com quickanddirtytips.com. The Nutrition Diva podcast is a great podcast. It's very short. And if you subscribe to it, I would suggest that you subscribe to it, download every single episode and listen to it from the beginning and move forward. It is going to be very beneficial and it really helps you to understand what foods are, what complex carbohydrates are, uh, and how food affects you and, and all of this other stuff. Another thing is fitnessrocks.org. I'm not sure if Dr. Monty still has all of his stuff online. Let me go to fitnessrocks.org. I'm going to go there right now, and I'm praying that he still has that site up and still has all of that wonderful content. Um, Play podcast. Do I see a subscribe to podcast anywhere? I'm going to try to just take the the, uh, the fitnessrocks.org RSS feed at the top, and no, it it only goes back to November of 2009. It doesn't show all the episodes. Anyway, um, I, I'm sure that he's probably got them all archived on the site. It doesn't look like they're all available. Um, it does look like they're all available on the site, but it doesn't look like they're all available via the RSS feed, which is kind of sad. Um, maybe we can talk to Dr. Monty and see if we can get him to to turn those that RSS feed on. He should be able to change that pretty easily. But anyway, um, one of the things that I want to tell you is that I had a major paradigm shift in the way that I view food. Uh, and, and by no means am I an expert in understanding food, and there is still a ton for me to learn. But when I started to learn about what food does to my body, uh, how it impacts my body, and 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 when I actually learned from um, Dr. Monty the health benefits of eating healthier foods, and I really want to encourage you just to do a search for the Mediterranean diet, uh, and it's not a diet like a fad diet. It, by diet, they actually mean like the Mediterranean style of dining, of what they eat, a part of what their regular eating habits are. And just off of my top, the top of my head, eating lots of fruits, vegetables. Um, lean meat like chicken and fish, uh, beans, whole wheats, uh, whole grains, actually whole grains, beans, and, uh, nuts, I think. So the, the all of those things that in, in my diet, that's what my diet is primarily made up of. Now, um, I, I can tell you that since being on my eating and, 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 and having a paradigm shift in my way that I think I used to be a fast food junkie myself and I 
I'll tell you right now, I can't even, st- and, and, and this is impossible for me to believe that I'm about ready to say this, but I literally have had McDonald's, I think, one time in the last year, year and a half now. Uh, I think that that's it, that, that all I've had it. And I'll be honest with you, that one time it was absolutely disgusting. Uh, since then, I think as far as going out to a fast food restaurant and having a burger, I've only done that once or twice in the last year and did not enjoy it at all. Uh, French fries, I would lie to you and I'd be lying if I told you that I didn't still like French fries, but you know what? I don't crave them anymore. And and that's, that's huge. Um, so help, helping to educate myself really helped me, uh, to really, uh, get over, um, some of these addictions to some of the, the very quick, fast, easy foods that you can pick up for really dirt cheap at these restaurants, but there's a reason why it's so dirt cheap and it's because it's just not great for you and uh, it's an easy way for them to make a quick profit and a quick buck and it's just not worth it. So, but you know what? I know the the words that I'm saying, they sometimes, they, they it's, it's not that you don't want to hear it and it's not that you're, that they're falling on deaf ears. I just know how hard it is to internalize it. And so, Bethany, for you, that's why I'm praying that God will give you some wisdom and he will help you have a paradigm shift in the way that you actually view the food that you eat and actually that you understand that you come to the point where where you not I mean for me I remember thinking you know it's like sure this is bad for me but when I actually learned what it was doing to my body when I ate the way that I was eating when I learned the 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 the, the direct physical consequences of what it was doing to my body, that's when it started. There was like that little switch went off in my mind. So, anyway, I, I am pray. I will pray for you, and and so Lord, please help Bethany with that, um, and 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 anybody else that's struggling with that. Um, so yeah, exercise, physical activity, it's just one thing, and and going on fad diets, it's just it it. I've found in my own experience, and I've had my own bouts with fad diets in the past. It, it just doesn't last long term. All right. So email from Anita. She says, I must confess, I usually listen when your podcast to your podcast while eating ice cream or potato chips. I was I it was just for the entertainment pod. Let's see. It was just an entertainment podcast for me to catch up on the biggest loser because I have limited access to television here in South Africa. But I have to say that I love the new format. I am slowly starting to catch up on podcasts and listening uh, from the beginning. Uh, let's see, listening from the beginning and beginning to be, ve- and I'm beginning to be very inspired by the podcast. I was on a great downward spiral in terms of my weight loss before we moved here to South Africa. But to keep these simple things simple and to bring up as little, to bring as little luggage as possible, I left my running shoes back in Denver. And decided to bring one pair of Tevas, uh, what are, or Tevas, anyway, and hiking boots. Um, while I haven't worn my hiking boots yet, and and I make and I miss running. This is I wish I had uh, audio feedback. Um, you would also think that moving to a much less a much less developed country would force one to eat much less and walk everywhere the problem is that everywhere you go people want you to eat and it's the culture here that it's rude to deny someone the opportunity to cook for you so instead of continuing to lose weight or even maintaining the 60 pounds that i had and i've got to bring up that email again 
uh, I had already lost, I had gained back 10 or 15 pounds. I'm eating more, including the gluten products that are so horrible for my body, and I'm not getting any exercise. We're basically stuck on the seminary campus teaching and the market where we buy all of our food is too far to walk, so we arrange a ride every week. Well, listening to your pod, to your goals has inspired me to set some of my own. We are leaving for a week trip to Cape Town and we will return to Pretoria. Uh, we will have about 10 days left here until we get on an airplane to fly back to Denver. Uh, for those 10 days, I will go on a vegetarian diet, save for the two, except for the two eggs I will eat for breakfast. I eat a lot of rice and beans and will mainly eat that and lots of fruits and vegetables. I will also starve, uh, stave off all people who try to try to stuff me with great South African cuisine. I mainly I'm mainly doing the vegetarian, mostly rice beans thing because I really need to cleanse my body of all the gluten that I have been putting in it, uh, just to feel somewhat normal when I get back home and I can finally put on my tennis shoes. Uh, let's see here. I will also just drink water for the remaining time that we have here. And I will give up and give up juice and carbonated beverages. I'll let you guys know how I did once I get back to Denver and can evaluate my clothing, how my clothing fits. If the clothes I left home still fit, I know I've done well. Anita, thank you very much for calling in. And I hope that, of course, this email came in more than 10 days ago. So I would love to hear an update about how things are going now. And then... um. Let's see here. Kylie sent a link in, and this is the last thing I have for the show today. So let me see what this link here is if I open it up. Uh, it's worldmysteries9.blogspot. Home, oh, home, harmful drinks in America. I'll tell you what. I'll see if I can't put this in the show notes. There, There is a, a blog post that she shared where it shows um, uh, like Snapple uh, antioxidant water. And it shows you that it has the same amount of sugar as two good humor chocolate eclair bars. Wow. Uh, uh, let's see here. Bottle Sobe green tea. One bottle of um, Sobe green tea has the sugar equivalent of four slices of Sara Lee cherry pie. Um, here's one for you. The Rockstar energy drink has the sugar equivalent of six Krispy Kreme original glazed donuts. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I won't go on for the rest of these because to be honest with you, all that food looks like really yummy. Although it also looks very disgusting at the same time. So ah, anyway, enough of that. So there you go, my friends. That is my review of the finale and some of your feedback. I do apologize for the really crazy format of today's show. Obviously, you can see why I decided to uh, join Father Roderick in having a co-host for the Biggest Loser podcast. I ask that you guys please lift Father Roderick up in your prayers that he will uh, be able to find some even more, uh, an even greater amount of balance and uh, margin in his schedule. And of course, I need the same. I had a crazy, crazy week this past week, as you guys heard on uh, the show we did earlier this week. And uh, when I come back from vacation, I'm getting ready to leave for vacation today, actually. And uh, looking forward to spending the weekend with my family and and relaxing quite a bit. But when I get back, you know, things are going to be backed up again. And I just pray that I can find some balance and margin in my own life. 
folks, that's going to wrap it up here for this episode of the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. Father Roderick and I were supposed to talk uh, between the last episode and today to, about you know what we're going to do over the summer. At this point in time, I'm going to just tell you that probably expect a, a hiatus for at least a couple of weeks uh, as we both um, kind of just take a little break. Uh, I'm sure that the next season of Biggest Loser isn't going to be too far around the corner. I'm sure Father Roderick and I are probably going to both be checking out Jillian Michaels' new show. Encourage you guys to check in that check that one out as well. Uh, but I'll tell you what, do this. You know, don't wait for us to put out an episode. Give us some audio feedback. Uh, we would love to hear from you. The phone number is 859-795-4067. Again, the phone number again is 859-795-4067. We love to hear from you. And of course, uh, you can also leave us comments on the blog at biggestloserpodcast.com. And if you're on Facebook, why not actually become a fan of the fan page or I guess they call it liking it now. Will you please like us? Uh, just uh, go to biggestloserpodcast.com and over on the right-hand side, you'll see a, a, a little badge over there for our fan page. And you can just say, I like this. Anyway, we like you guys. We like the fact that you listen to the very, the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. I'm wore out. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. God bless. Until next time, everybody, be a loser. Be a loser.